Hello and welcome into a new episode. This is the Scarves Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nat Mamoudis. Thank you for joining us today. Dave Mamoudis will be joining me in a second. Uh, We are podcasting from not our normal location today, so apologies if the audio quality isn't up to its normal standard, but uh, we got a lot to get to. We will be back after the next two Sounders games against LAFC and SKC. Uh, To recap those games, episode 146. Thanks for sticking with us. Now, let's bring in David Mamoudis. I am doing well. The Sounders are at the top of the Western Conference, uh, a little farther from the Supporters' Shield than we might like to see them, but we are hanging in there like all of us have been doing for the last year or two. So let's start with the Sounders game in Houston. Uh, First off, both of our predictions far off um, with what we thought was going to happen. I mean, wait, didn't I say it would be two one? Yes, but a uh, little bit of an error with. with oh, that. good point. Yes. Uh, and especially for the second game, I said five zero, or I I said five zero. It was not that. Um, I think you said five zero for the Houston game, right? No, I said 5-0 for Colorado okay. since we had just played them. Since I said I said 5-0 for the game, um, I said it for, for the game in Seattle against them. Um, and then I said it again when it didn't happen. Um, I figured I just mixed up where the game was going to be. Um, but let's start with the game against Houston. So we'll, we'll start with the lineup. In the end, Jordan Morris ends up not being available. I believe he didn't even travel to Houston um, after we thought that there was a possibility that he might come in off the bench. Uh, Will Bruin start, starts up top again since Raul, Raul uh, is injured. And also, we didn't think we were going to have him for this game because of international duty. Uh, Christian Rodon uh, did start since he didn't play uh, he didn't. He didn't play in the last U.S. game um, at all. But perhaps um, looked but, a little a little tired, even if he even if he hadn't gotten off the bench. You know, sort of didn't fully look like himself. Alex Rodon would come in off the bench. His game was a little bit later. He was also coming from a little bit farther. Um, right, came in off the bench very late. You know, yeah. only in the eighty seventh minute. And he started. Um, also, we. And also, we we didn't mention this before. Alex Rodon, uh, in uh, I'm I'm not sure if he captained all the games, but at least for one of the games in this international break, he got to be the captain, and he did play. He did play the almost every minute of of uh, of the international break for El Salvador. Obviously, El Salvador is. Struggling to pick up points in in the octagonal, but uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean it's a classic classic question. You know, would you rather you know be on the bench for a better team or be a key part of a of a weaker team? And um, you know, good for him for you know making making that choice and getting on the field there and you know showing up as a as a good leader for El Salvador. Um, 
I think at the beginning, we think back to when he first got picked, it was, he got picked and Chris Rodon was like, he had established himself as a, a starter, but he hadn't yet really established himself with the national team or an MLS all-star. And we were like, okay, this is nice. We're going to have some brothers on the team, but even like, and obviously like uh, originally he, he got cut one season and then he, he, he decides to walk on and train. Uh, right. But I, you know, you wouldn't have predicted and, then that in the CONCACAF game, you know, Alex Roldan would be the obvious starter for his team and Christian would have trouble getting minutes off the bench. Exactly. Um, and uh, especially in this last break, um, when Christian Rodon did come in for uh, the U S he did not look good, especially in that, in the, in the loss, uh, in Panama, um, he well, nobody looked to, good in, on the U.S. Well, team on that. But game. especially, like we like to talk about, we love to see Christian Rodon and Yedlin getting active. Right, and they come came off in, the bench and give that burst of energy, and, and they came in, and there was no burst of energy. But just again, so so much, so much respect for Alex Rodon. Um, he's been playing so well. Obviously, he. He is getting the recognition he deserves um, with the All-Star game and and getting all these call-ups for the national team. So love him. Hopefully he continues to improve uh, and uh, be as strong for the team as, as Rodon has been. Uh, so uh, let's back to the Houston. What what is the Houston game – what did you think of the the lineup for this game? I mean, it was pretty much what we expected uh, with Yamar being out with yellow card accumulation. Uh, we saw uh, Ariaga, um, uh, AC, and and uh, um, O'Neal uh, playing center right, back. Right, with, with, with Nuhu coming in late in the game, I guess. She didn't see um, off on uh, international duty. Yeah, you know, and again, you know, the Sounders, um, I think, you know, A.B. Sissoko had a bit of a tough game. Um, get but some of the really blame, blame for those any... goals, but but really those uh, goals were amazing in, in, in individual yeah. efforts. Um, the, the the free kick goal, on the one hand, you know, it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing, but on the other hand, um, you know, it just shows you've got to get a body on somebody. You can't you know, even even letting Rudy attempt a difficult trick shot, um, you know, you can't let him do it peacefully. All uh, three, you know. all three of the goals of this game were absolutely spectacular. It was a just in general. This game was this game had everything. Um, I mean, uh, no, right about no, six balls off the post, no red card, but like this this was a very entertaining game for the six fans that Houston has. Uh, and but as that first goal, um, I, I see what you're saying now. I, I wasn't really th- thinking about the defensive, I was just this is an absolute amazing finish by Ruti, a guy who's played for a, a handful of MOS teams, um, and has been moved around but still continues to score goals. Uh, he finishes this when he makes contact with this first time, he's not looking at the goal. His, his eyes right. are and, and again, back it's a, you know, looking at the ball. It is an right. amazing finish. 
an amazing you're... finish, but it, it's a lot harder if, you know, somebody pushes him a little bit as he's going by. So, and, you know, not to get in his way, get a hip or a shoulder on him. And when you're, when you're defending, when you're defending plays like that, you, you practice the defender's placement should be in between the attacker and the goal. So I can't remember who starts on him if it is uh, AC, um, but uh, uh, AB, um, but uh, if if it is him, whoever that, if there is a body in between him and the goal, then it def- then it the, uh, at least a possibility it deflects off that defender and goes out for a corner kick. Um, so it could have been better, but take nothing away from the finish. The finish was extraordinary. Then their second goal. Um, I think the first goal is better, but this, but there's still um, a whole lot of class from uh, Darren Quintero, who uh, obviously, like, I still, I still thought he he was successful in Minnesota, but he's been at Houston for uh, uh, since I think he got traded there mid 2019, or um, or he's this is definitely his second or third year there. But this is a great finish. Thoughts on the second goal? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, but again, he, you know, gets a lot of great touches, you know, wrong foots, a bunch of sounders, but no one really gets a body up against him. So, you know, could we have gotten a little closer to the goal? Could we have disrupted what he was trying to do a little bit more? Um, but yeah, you know, so great, great movement. Um, you know, some luck involved. Um, you have to just hand it to him at a certain point. And, um, and in this game, you know, I think the sounders actually got... Uh, a lot of lucky bounces in the sense that there were a lot of balls from, um, you know, that, that, that could have gone in, um, you know, balls off the post, off the crossbar that, um, you know, so easily we could have given up three more goals than we did. Um, I guess we could also have gotten one last, uh, one last goal if the crossbar had been a little friendlier to João Paulo's um, original shot. Or it had, you know, bounced a little more kindly towards Nuhu's head. Oh, we got super close to a Nuhu goal. Um, I I thought uh, he had that. I mean, even if he he over, I mean, maybe he overran it a little. Um, I also thought there was a chance Nuhu got pushed when he's going up for that. But I mean, that's something that's well, you'll always get pushed a little bit in the box there. So yeah, and yeah. it's like it's like something like. It, that's very rarely going to be called, but so, so close from Jao Paolo. Uh, but let's talk about the Sounders goal that did go in. Another fabulous strike from Jimmy Madronda. Oh, my God. And obviously Man, very lucky on his part goal. that it, you know, got past six or eight people uh, to, you know, to go in with on its original trajectory. But, you know, I mean, I guess that's the point. If you hit it hard towards the goal... It might go in. The bend on this goal is absolutely amazing to watch. Just the curve. He hits this so well. Uh, and again, he's just continued to play so, so well recently. And uh, and again, it's another time. Um, it's it's not uncommon. Uh, I've, it, it happened, obviously, uh, Rahul has found success in since he knows he's a smaller guy, he waits at the back post 
or the back of the box and then we'll rifle rifle it in um when if it gets over everyone or if it takes like one deflection um that's what Jimmy Madronda has been doing when he's been scoring uh scoring a lot of goals uh so i mean other teams you got to remember you got to get someone back there um poor defending I'd say for Houston, but this was an extraordinary goal. And it's like when we're we're looking at the nominees for goal of the year, like it's gonna be you're gonna be watching the highlights and it's gonna be like, really, this guy again? And I did um, you see the nominees for goal of the week for last week? I did not. Did he was he was he nominated? Um three of the four three of the four nominees for goal of the week were the three goals from this game. Well, and that, the fourth that one was, uh, was Gustavo Ball. That definitely seems fair. Uh, so anyway, it was a great game. Unfortunate that the Sounders uh, fell two to one. Um, Houston, I believe, then they weren't technically eliminated, but they are now um, in the Western Conference. There are three teams eliminated in the Western Conference. And it is all three of the teams from Texas, Houston, Dallas, and Austin, um, in that order uh, at the bottom. Uh, but uh, a good win, good win for Houston. Unfortunately, their season will end after four more games. Let's uh, move on to the next Sounders game midweek yesterday against Colorado Rapids, uh, obviously, wasn't 5-0. One of the teams, of the teams uh, just behind Seattle on the on the standings, you know. And if, if they, if Colorado were to have won this game, they would have uh, been just four points. They would have been uh, four points behind the Sounders instead. Three points behind, I think. Oh, it would have been 57-54. Yes. The Sounders um, keep the six-point lead ahead of them and also six points ahead of Sansa City with the tie. Uh, Sounders remain at the end of last night. They are still the only team in the West that has clinched a playoff spot. Uh, but uh, with their tie and with the loss against uh, Houston, uh, they uh, New England only needs one one point to win the supporter shield. And that, that was the thing that hurt about Houston is, I mean, if we had won the game against Houston with the game in hand uh, on New England, then there, there was a chance that we could steal it from them if they continued to tie or lose points. Uh, but at this point, it's pretty much over. New England's last three games, um, I mean, anything could happen in the Eastern Conference, but... Uh, I would be shocked if they don't pick up a point. Uh, but so I would say that's pretty much over. What what's the percentage? Do you give? Think is there any chance the Sounders catch them? Is there any percentage? Well, I mean, the Sounders would have to win out. Here? You know, the Sounders could get to seventy points if we win our last four games. New what's England. What's the percentage on 69 you think now. this happens? What's the percentage you think that happens? Uh, let's say less than one. I think that's I think that's fair. I haven't looked uh, at who New England's three games are against, but they're probably all against Eastern Conference teams. Yeah, they are against Eastern Conference. I believe they have to play 
I think they have to play DC once. Uh, they anyway, what's it? I'll check into that while we uh, go into uh, this game against Colorado. Let's okay, talk Orlando, about- Colorado. They are playing Colorado uh, and Miami. So um, that so while they could drop points against Colorado, uh, Miami has been absolutely terrible. Um, they're not out of the playoff race yet, but they've been losing by large margins recently. Uh, so I, I I would expect New England to pick up points there, and then Orlando is uh, Orlando's in fourth, so it could happen. Uh, but still, yeah, I think the less than one percent chance is uh, is a good prediction. Uh, let's move on to the let's let's finally move on. Talk more about the game against Colorado. So a, a couple changes. So we saw Yamar coming back in, New Who coming back into the lineup. Alex Rodon starts. Uh, Madronda still in. Uh, Montero, uh, who started in the midfield, he. Starts in the solo uh, forward position, kind of playing um, as a false nine. It felt like for a lot of the a lot of the time, the Sounders kind of playing without a forward. Obviously, we're going to altitude. Will Bruin uh, played uh, all ninety minutes of the game in Houston, I believe, um, and so he he started on the bench. Uh, we still. Have not seen Leo Chu start. Do you have thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you know, sort of, we're still trying to figure out what his, you know, what his exact role is. I think, um, and you know, I guess it would be mm-hmm. sort of the same position that Benazé is in. Is that who he came in for in the end? Uh, yeah, uh, who did look very tired. I mean, he played a lot of the game. Uh, the he played. Yeah, a so lot I mean, I you know. Benazé has been has been doing well. You know, it sort of makes sense to me that he's getting the starts ahead of Leo Chu. Um, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, I think we're still uh, his you know, Leo's still working his way into the game, but you know, looking looking dangerous. So, if you would have to guess what the possession was for this game against Colorado, what would you have thought the split was? Um, it felt to me like Colorado had all of the ball. I, I remember seeing the possession stats at the end of the first half, and it was like almost exactly 50-50 and being surprised because it felt like Seattle was not holding the ball that much. I don't know what the whole game stats ended up as Yeah, being. I agree. It, it felt like, uh, it, it felt like uh, Colorado kept it in uh, our half for a lot of it. Um, when we look at uh, at shots uh, they only had one shot on goal um uh, 14 shots but only one on target and then the final possession was 53 to 46 uh, percent um which you know which i i also agree um it seems that surprises me because i feel like colorado definitely had more of the ball than that um, and I guess I would say that that, didn't that look... definitely seems like more of the possession. Uh, that seems more more accurate for the game against uh, Houston. Um, I mean, uh, no, I, I, I thought think... Houston was more for was more fifty fifty, but the possession for Houston, the Sounders won possession fifty seven to forty two, 
um, against Houston, which right that can also me. happen a lot. Once one team takes a lead, you know the other team ends up with more of the ball. I um, guess I guess that's true, but also like even in the second half, like Houston had had the majority of the good chances um, with all their their shots hitting the post or the crossbar. So I, I mean, like un, a lot of that came off the break, but. I would have still thought that the possession was closer. Houston had a little more of the possession. Um, so one interesting stat from the Colorado game uh, is number of corners. Uh, Houston having six and the Sounders with none for the whole game. And, you know, even even if you're defending well and even if we were doing a good job with our back three clearing a lot of balls out there, I think it just shows the danger of giving your opponent too many chances um, and obviously, you know, that's that is how they they managed right. I mean, to they, get I wouldn't have eye. said they looked very dangerous, but you know, if just one time, you know, Yamar doesn't get his feet right and doesn't rise up in the air, he can get out jumped by somebody who's you know shorter and smaller than him. Yeah, and the and it's um, the Sounders have a really good record defending corners and just set pieces in general. I mean, like at the beginning of the year, the only time we got scored on was. Or penalties. Um, right, and that long run of no goals from open play. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, we've been absolutely uh, – I feel like we've just been so good defending corners, and uh, it, it looked like it was going to break in this game. It just did not look like our standard corner defense. And just in general, we did look tired in this game. I mean, like, yes – um, you can blame that on the schedule or altitude, but it's also, um, yeah, but also like we had, we had, th um, three full days of rest, which we've had less than that. And we've had better performances. So, um, I, I will say I'm a little annoyed, uh, that the team did look as tired as they did. Um, uh, but I mean, what were your thoughts on how on how the team looked? Um, yeah, I mean, I would agree with you. You know, obviously, the Sounders have had a a, a lot of matches, um, a lot of a lot of weeks with with multiple matches, um, and you know, tough to go in and play at altitude. So it's you know, it's easy to say, um, it's easy to say, you know, that they shouldn't have looked tired, um, but. Um, you know, I mean, again, you, 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 this is one of the things where you have to remember um, how amazing it is what we've come to expect from this team that, you know, with, yeah. with five, you know, five, five starters, you know, five all-stars out, um, we're still expecting that, of course, they'll put 11 people on the field who'll all look like all-stars themselves. Exactly. Uh, and, so, um, yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, Dominic Badgey, who was on Colorado, and then he played for some other teams. So he got their goal, 66 minutes. Sounders would tie the game, 81st minute. Um, Leo Chu comes in off the bench. Great play. Uh, a great play. And he, on the initial play, when he first gets past the ball, he's clearly on sides. First off, it's a great ball. Um, when he first gets it, you can see he thinks about shooting from distance realizes that it it's going to be a tough shot like so he definitely could have tried it but then could have been 
could have been it's going to be hard to beat the keeper from there um because it is a tough angle instead good hold up play uh and slows down and then uh puts in a great ball um and then christian rodon just showing a lot of skill to uh side foot it home behind his forward foot uh freddie montero also there in the mix um that's i initially thought it was montero who scored but then you see the replay and it's an amazing play by christian rodon who continues to score um uh, in, uh, in, yep, continues in to do games. the work to get into difficult positions, but Leo Chu doing a good job seeing, you know, both Montero and Roldan, you know, putting it in a place that could have been dangerous for either of them. And, and obviously then, that makes it harder to defend if there are two runners into the box, hard for the keeper to know what to expect, hard for the defenders to know what to block. And then Leo Chu almost did it again. Like right after this goal, he put in another ball um, into the box and I can't remember who got the but then this time it was lofted unlike the first time and I can't remember who was the person who missed the shot but I but they put it right at Yarborough um uh, but Leo Chu definitely looking good um for on the broadcast you could at least hear you could you could hear Smetzer yelling at at Chu a lot while he was on, yelling at him to keep moving, um, leading on in the game. Um, there were some stretches where Leo Chu was uh, not running, and I get that. Um, I I do feel like Leo Chu, you're going to be on for 15 minutes. Um, you should be able to sprint the entire that entire time. Um, in general. Um, for me watching this game, I had the Colorado commentators out of all the other commentators I have to listen to besides the Sounders commentators. I'm giving major, I'm giving uh, major props to, to the Colorado uh, commenting, commenting team, commentating team. Uh, they are great. They actually understand the game of soccer. Uh, and, uh, very like very unbiased um, towards their towards the Sounders, um, which is great to see. Um, like they're still they're still a little biased, but um, definitely like we've heard some really bad ones. Cough San Jose, cough San Jose. Uh, but uh, they were great uh, for them. Uh, any other thoughts on the game against Colorado? No, you know it's. Um... Uh, one still of those no games Morris, where you still know right. I mean, and, and again, you you have to appreciate being you have to appreciate being at the top of the table. Um, you know, one of those games where a tie kind of feels like a victory. You know, though it looked it looked a little bit like we had a chance at getting a second one. Um, but yeah. good to escape from there from a point. Good to keep Colorado six points down below us on the table, and um, you know, just keep plugging away to the end of the season and that home number one seed. Yeah. So in the end, yeah, it felt the uh, draw felt like a pretty good result. Um, it was obviously would have been sad if we lost two games in a row. Um, it is a little nerve wracking at this stage. Like we teams, the broadcasters are always talking about momentum going into the playoffs is very important. 
I I still think like when the playoffs come, the Sounders since we we've been there again since we've been there uh, thirteen years straight now, um, like we 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 know what to do and we're always going to play our hardest in every playoff game. But also, it is a little scary. We're not in the best run of form right now, and uh, we want to go into the playoffs strong. Um, to finish up the season, we have a we have a, a bunch of tough games. So um, against teams who are going to be in the playoffs and some that are trying to get into the playoffs. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see see what happens and hopefully we can get some momentum um, moving forward as as well as hopefully get Jordan Morris into some of these games before the playoffs and Raul back. Um, and Brad Smith back because he's injured. Um, not sure about Ladero, but we'd love to see him back for some time. Um, moving forward, uh, the Sounders' next game is against SKC. It is in Seattle. Last time SKC came to Seattle, they won. They've done very well recently when they come to Lumen Field. Um, but Last time we played them, uh, when we went to KC, uh, we beat them. So, obviously, they're going to remember that. They're sitting in second place. They, uh, while they are uh, a couple points behind us, they would like to get the number one seed from us. Uh, what do you expect the Sounders to come out in for this game? And uh, what's your score prediction? Oh, I guess it's been, yeah, it's a hard, it's been hard to predict. Um, obviously it depends a lot on who we get back for the game. Um, you know, I would expect we'll see Bruin starting again. I agree. Um, if Rui Diaz isn't available yet, um, you know, Morris, uh, it'd be great to see him on the bench and, you know, just on the field for a few minutes, if that's possible. Do you um, think Leo Chu could start? Um could start this game with Benese playing a long time in both of the last two games, looking very tired um, recently. Um, I guess I'd still be surprised to, to surprised to see it, you know, barring barring injury to somebody. Um, you know, I think I'd be more, you know, more likely to see Bruin and Montero on the field again at the beginning of the game um, with. Uh, you know, Benazé and then Chu being the order coming in after that. Um, but, um, you know, obviously great that Schmetzer has choices there and he may have tactical ideas about what to do. Um, I'll expect that we'll see uh, Nuhu and Yamar and Ariaga starting uh, in the defense. Um, so one thing that's true is that SKC did not play a midweek game uh, uh, before this game. They did not have to play last night. There were uh, 12 games, but they were not one of them. Uh, they were coming off. Uh, their last game was against Vancouver. Um, so they had a little more rest. Um, uh, yeah, it, I echoing what you were saying, I think um, – it would be nice to see Jordan Morris, especially since this game's at home. 
Um, seeing Jordan Morris return at Lumen Field, the fans would definitely love to see that. Uh, this game is on Univision, um, so no, ESPN, no ESPN Plus uh, on this time, I believe. Um, uh, my score prediction for this game is going to be 1-0 Sounders and New Who. New Who's first goal. Um, we're going to go crazy. It's going to be a good time. It's going to help. It's going to start the Sounders momentum uh, into these last couple games. Four games, more games uh, to go. You know Exactly. Just got to close it out. Get some time back for uh, Ladero and Morris. Hopefully, get to see them get a little run out on the field. And Rodriguez. And um, hopefully, he's back. Yep. Um, moving, uh, moving forward uh, to the game to the next game, which is against LAFC on a Tuesday for some reason. Um, and normally, and I would of course, say- LAFC uh, well known to be the best the best and most competitive team in major league soccer. So that's and, always and, a big rivalry. And normally I would have said that like, if we're playing LFC um, and if it's at a weird time, I would have thought it has to be national televised. This game is not nationally televised. And for some reason it's on a Tuesday. Okay. Why is it on a Tuesday? We have a game. That's we are next games after, after um, this game against SKC. First, we have a game on a Tuesday, and then we have a game on a Monday, um, the, the following Monday, is when we play the Galaxy. And I guess uh, LAFC is still hanging Monday. around in fifth place, so they're not they're not uh, that far off the pace. Or the the um, well, the the Galaxy are in first place. Oh, the Galaxy LAFC, are in fifth, fifth place. Okay, LAFC is down LAFC, in ninth. You're right. NAFC is down there in ninth, and they are in. Uh, they are not. They are still um, very, very close to missing the playoffs. They got a bunch of tough games coming off. They just, they just beat Dallas yesterday, but their schedule is not nice. They have to play Minnesota uh, this weekend. Then they play us. Then they play Vancouver, and then they play Colorado. All okay, teams. So- that are at the top of the um, of the Western Conference. Um, uh, well, Minnesota and Vancouver are the teams. Right, but all playoff teams. So, but I guess they're giving their given those, their chance to show they deserve to be in the playoffs. But if the Sounders can can make them drop points and make them miss the playoffs, um, that will feel so good. We won't have to hear any of this any of this um, uh, talk of LAFC, like they might be the seventh seed, but they can, but they're going to go win the cup. Um, obviously MLS, MLS soccer, all the predictions going into this year, they had LAFC um, winning the cup. And obviously last year when they finished in seventh place, we had to hear that last time we played the Sounders, they played the Sounders late in the season um, when they beat us, uh, when they beat us two one in that game where Nicholas Adero scored the amazing free kick, 
we had to hear like they they might not be playing that well, but you don't want to see this team in the playoffs. So we in this team. So if we don't have to hear any of that talk, man, that would be amazing. Um, this should be interesting. Do you think um, the lineups for SKC, the game against SKC? will be similar to the lineup against Houston and then the lineup against Colorado will be similar for LAFC because these games are coming like so, so close. Um, well, I mean, again, maybe, maybe rotation if the, if the games are close together. So maybe that's a reason I mean, yeah. for the lineups to be actually different. One, one day less, um, unlike the other one, um, which, yeah, I mean, I think again, again the founders I mean, have shown they can schedule. do well with short we rest. We hate this scheduling. Uh, not ideal for the viewers. It's not. It's not fair. It's. It's also just. Um, I mean, ask. I mean, in this case, LAFC is also playing on uh, Saturday. But, but I mean, also, if we want good soccer games, we also want less injuries, and we got to spread these out a little bit. Um, at the, um, at least. Um, but uh, what is your score prediction for the game against LAFC? Um, I will say uh, 3-1 Sounders. Um, who's scoring? Who's scoring? Uh, okay, let's make it interesting. Let's say one for Nuhu, one for Morris in a triumphant return, and uh, one for Yamar. Okay, so uh, based on our predictions, we got uh, Nuhu... Uh, scoring in back-to-back games, I'm going to say this game is um, this game is in LA, um, not at, at Newman Field. Um, I'm going to say this game is 2-0 Sounders with goals by Freddie Montero and Christian Rodon. Um, both of these guys have been looking very good um, recently. Fred Montero slowed down a little bit, um, but uh, I think uh, that seems very likely. Um, that would also be a very, very satisfying result. Uh, before we go, before we go here, just want to give a, a quick shout out to the Rain. Uh, they uh, NWSL team. The NWSL playoffs haven't started yet, but they are currently, uh, but they are in the playoffs. Um, hoping um, the best of luck. Hopefully, they go farther. Um, also, the Defiance—they're not out yet in the U.S. Championship, uh, but uh, that they could be out very soon. Um, but um, rooting for both of those teams um, to go to have success, just like our beloved Sounders. Any words of encouragement for those teams? No. Okay. I guess we know. I guess we now know that uh, David Lewis wants all the other uh, Seattle soccer teams to fail. Uh, there's only one team that he will keep his scarves up. <laughs>